KMTT, Kimitzion, Tetzei Torah, Udvar Hashem, Yerushalayim. www.kimitzion.org Having a new week. Today is Monday. As on every Monday, today's shiur will be the shiur in the mitzvah HaShavuit, the weekly mitzvah, Harav Binyamin Tabori. This week, we read two parashiyot, Matot Masei, and we make a siyum on, Mas- on Sefer Bamidbar. The last pasuk of Bamidbar, Eila ha-mitzvot va-mishpatim asher tziva Hashem biyad mashar b'nei Yisrael, b'arvot mo'av ha-yedein yericho. This pasuk seems very reminiscent of the pasuk at the end of Sefer Vayikra, where the Torah there says, almost the same words, Except there it was Baha'i Sinai and here is Ba'avot Mu'af. These two psukim gave a finite end to the mitzvahs that were given to Moshe and B'nai Israel. Therefore, the Shi'ur today will deal with the concept that's raised as a result of this end of Torah and mitzvahs as given to Moshe. The Gemara quotes the Pasuk. I've always found it interesting that the Gemara quotes the Pasuk in the end of Bechukosai, whereas it seems to me the Pasuk in Bamidbar should be quoted and could be quoted to the same idea as well. Eila mitzvot. Eila is finite. These are the mitzvahs. And we learn from here, Mikan Navi Davar. A Navi has no more right to declare a new halacha, to enact a new halacha, and call it Torah. This unique situation where a Navi got up and said a law, and that became Torah, was the personal privilege of Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu said something that he received from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that becomes Torah. The Rambam in Mora Nevuchim has a distinction, a, an important metaphysical discussion to explain what are the differences between Torah, between Nevuah, and between Ksuvim. It's true, of course, in a philosophic, metaphysical sense, it's important for us to deal in these distinctions. From a purely halachic angle, I would say simply there are different chefsos. It's like asking, what's the difference between an apple and an orange? They are different concepts inherently. They're different things. Nevuas Moshe is not regular Nevuah. Nevuas Moshe is Torah. Nevuas, any, any other Navi, is Nevuah and not Torah. They're different chefsas. They're different issues completely. Rabbi Salavechik pointed this out once to answer Akasha of the Minchas Chinuch. The Minchas Chinuch said that there is a halacha if a person is over al-divrei navi, chayav misa. Anyone who transgresses the law of a navi, we know in stories in Tanakh, a navi told someone to do something and the person would not listen to the Navi, 
he could be Chayev Misa. So, the Minchaschin Chayest, whenever a person breaks or contradicts a law of the Torah, in effect, he's over Adivrei Navi. He himself is transgressing laws of a Navi because Moshe Rabbeinu was a Navi. And Moshe Rabbeinu said this halacha, a person transgresses this halacha, he should be over Adivrei Navi. And if a person is over Adivrei Navi, he should be Chayef Misa. So, why are there different gradations of punishments in the Torah? Why is it there's some things that indeed a person would be killed for, other things a person would get makos, and some Averis have no punishment in this world at all? But shouldn't it be true that anybody who's over any divrei navi is chayef misa? So the Rav answered, a person who's over divrei navi is chayef misa. But Moshe's nevuah was not nevuah. Moshe's nevuah is a different thing completely. It's a different concept. It's called Torah. Moshe created Torah. The Gemara in Baba Basra says that HaKadosh Baruch Hu told Moshe the Torah, Umoshe Omer V'chosev. It's interesting to see in that Gemara variant texts. And I'm reading the Gemara according to one text. Mikan V'elech the last psukim of the Torah, it says, Moshe kosev bedema. Moshe wrote it. Bedema is a difficult word. The simple meaning is while he was crying. But we should point out, Moshe omer v'chosev, u Moshe kosev bedema. The first psukim, the rest of the Torah, until the last parsha of the Torah, Moshe said, and then wrote it down. Here it doesn't say that he said it. Moshe kosev bedema. We could suggest an idea that's found in many Achronim that Moshe saying the Torah to Bnei Israel created the Chavtsa Shaltaira. Moshe's teaching, saying those words, brought the Torah to be created as a Chavtsa of Torah. Moshe Omer Vechosef. One could suggest, as Tosos in, in Menachos says, that the Omer V'chosev is a practical advice, practical guidance to a person who's writing something. It's very, you have to be very meticulous when you write a Sefer Torah, when you write Tefillin, when you write Mezuzahs. So it's a practical idea to say the words before you write them or as you write them in order to simply to make sure that you're writing them correctly. I'm suggesting, in the name of many Achronim, a different idea. Moshe Omer is that Moshe creates Torah by saying it. It's not just practical advice. The Pasuk says, V'ata kisvu lachem hazos, Israel. Write it down and teach it. If you look in the Nitziv, in his Perush and Chumash, Amekdavar, he suggests the idea that writing and teaching together, the speech and the writing, is what creates Torah. So Moshe, according to this interpretation, Moshe could have cried because the last eight psukim he could indeed write, but he couldn't teach them to Bnei Israel. I can write down a sentence that I'm dead, I'm going to die. But you can't tell that to people. You can't write, say, make a speech that I'm dead. When a person reads it, then you could present it as the person writing it in his life, and now you're reading it when he's dead. Moshe could not say, Vayom Hashem Moshe, to the people of Israel. And therefore, according to this interpretation, we could suggest that Moshe cried because he didn't make it into a Chef Sashal It didn't become a Chef Sashal until later. 
So right now, at this point, Moshe was capable of writing, but not capable into making it of Torah. So Moshe is, his Moshe's Nevuah is Torah, and anyone else's Nevuah is Torah, is Nevuah. So no other Navi can be Mechadesh. No other Navi can make up Torah. Moshe's Nevuah is Torah. He can create Torah, but no other Navi can create Torah. <coughs> of course, <coughs> excuse me, we all remember the famous Gemara in, the, in Bav Metziah, Daphne Tess, the famous story about Tanur Shalachnoi, that unusual oven over which there was a tremendous controversy whether it could be Tahar or Tomei, and they tried to bring a proof to it from Nevuah, from miracles. And the end result was, no, Lava Shamayimi. Not our Pasuk of Eilah Mitzvos, but Lava Shamayimi. The Torah is not in heaven. And of course, that Gemara has been well expounded upon that the Torah was given to us, the Torah was given to Am Yisrael, and we understand Torah as well as humans can understand, we try to understand Torah as well as humans can understand, and the Torah was given to us as a matana, as a gift to us, and we say, saying, a person who gives is very generous and gives everything away. HaKadosh Baruch Hu not only gave us the Torah, but He gave us the Torah. I once interpreted, once heard a homiletical interpretation of the statement in the in the Haggadah, if HaKadosh Baruch had brought us to Har Sinai, but had not given us the Torah, that would have been sufficient. And of course, the question is so blatant, what is the point of having Har Sinai without the Torah? Har Sinai is not such a beautiful mountain. It's not something so extraordinary that we would say it would be sufficient for us to praise HaKadosh Baruch Hu because we came to Har Sinai. There are many different homiletical interpretations to this verse. However, for our purposes now, we could suggest the accent is in the word V'lonasan Lonuasa Torah. HaKadosh Baruch Hu did not give us the Torah. Indeed, he gave us the Torah, but he did not give it to us. He made us, as it were, the Balabayas of Torah. We are the ones who determine Torah. Lova Shemaimi. This has a similar ring to what we're learning now. We are learning Navi cannot be Mechadesh Davar. And we learn another thing. The Torah is given to us in our world, and we deal with it within human concepts, within human understanding. Lova Shemaimi. But from Lova Shemaim, we learn something else also connected to our issue. A Navi cannot create new Torah. Eila mitzvos. the Torah has now been finite. There's a certain amount of mitzvos, certain amount of Torah, and you cannot add to it. No Navi can now say Nevuah, which becomes Torah. Could a Navi, would a Navi have the capability of not creating Torah, but of restoring Torah through Nevuah? not by saying a new halacha, but by saying a halacha that he received by asking God or by receiving an answer or a, a teaching from God himself. At first glance, it might be possible. In fact, 
there is a Gemara that seems to imply that this is true. The Gemara in Megillah, Daf Gimel, says that there were certain things that were forgotten, and the Gemara uses the phrase, Shachachum v'chazru v'yazdum. It's true they were once forgotten, but even though it was forgotten, later on it was restored, v'chazru v'sadum. And then they re-established them. Now, how did they re-establish them? It seems from here that a person could re-establish halachas through nevuah. The this same phrase shachachum v'chazu v'yastum is found in a number of places in Shas. One of them is in Sukkah Daf Memdalit, and there Rashi indeed says v'shachachum v'chazu v'yastum apiyadibur. They were really restored through Nevoah. So you see that the simple interpretation of that Gemara, the way Rashi interpreted it, at least, is that a Navi cannot make up a new halacha, but he can restore a halacha through Nevoah. However, this idea seems to contradict a famous Gemara in Masechah's Tmura. The Gemara in Tmura Defta Zayin says that there were 3,000 halachos that were forgotten in the days that B'nai Yisrael sat Shiva for Moshe. I think the Gemara is trying to teach us a lesson that's very important to heed. When you sit Shiva, of course, you're not allowed to learn. You're not allowed to be involved in the world of halacha, of course, those halachas that are not relevant to Avelos, because Torah is an exhilarating, happy experience. But nevertheless, it's inevitable that if a person does not learn Torah, he forgets. It's inconceivable that a person could continue based upon what he learned in his childhood and assume he'll remember it forever. If you don't learn, the inevitable result is that you'll forget. They asked Yoshua, okay, you go ask the God, what is the answer? He answered, the answer of the that the Gemara made this big told this great story about in Bav Mitzvah, Lova Shamaimi, not our pasuk, not Eilah Mitzvos. Lova Shamaim, the Torah is not in heaven. Amru Shmuel Shaal. Then they told Shmuel, you should ask. Amar Lohem Eilah Mitzvos, Shem Navi Rashi Lechadish Dover. Then he quoted the the pasuk that we have. Our Pasuk, actually, when the Gemara says, Eila Mitzvos, it's difficult for me to know if the Gemara meant the Pasuk in Vayikor Bamidbar. The Gemara just said, Eila Mitzvos. But, whichever it may be, the Gemara explains, Eina Noi Rashoi Lechadish Dover Meata. A Navi cannot be Mechadish. Interestingly enough, the Gemara goes on to say that when Moshe was departed, Yoshua forgot 
300 halachos and 700 sveikos, 700 questions, uncertainties in his mind arose. V'amdu kol Yisrael lahargo. B'nei Yisrael were so disappointed in him that they wished to kill him. They could not fathom having the leader of B'nei Yisrael who was not on the intellectual level of Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu knew the entire Torah. And if he had any question whatsoever, as we know, or certain issues came up that he wasn't sure, so he asked HaKadosh Baruch Hu. When B'nai Yisrael saw they had a leader like Yehoshua, the disappointment was so great. How could we have a, no, a leader who doesn't know Kola Torah Kula? Of course, the Gemara does not suggest the obvious ish, the obvious answer of Moshe Bedaro, Yoshua Bedaro, Shmuel Bedaro, Yiftach Bedaro. Every generation has its own leader, and apparently, Hakadosh Baruch Hu, in His infinite wisdom, chose the appropriate leader for the appropriate generation. So, it's perhaps a tragedy that Yoshua did not know the entire Torah, but nevertheless, he was a fitting leader at that time. Nevertheless, let's go back to the Gemara, that there were two different issues raised here. They asked Yoshua, and they asked Shmuel. Now, at first glance, we could have said, it's not two separate issues, it's one issue that was repeated twice. They asked Yoshua, and then they asked Shmuel. But you see from the Gemara, that it seems to be two separate is- issues, because there are two different answers. It's true that the question was the same. Amru Yoshua Sha'al. They asked Yoshua to answer. They told Shmuel to ask. But the answers are different. One answer was the Pasuk, Eilah Mitzvahs, and the other Pasuk was Lava Shamayimi. Reb Simcha Wasserman, the son of Reb Chanan Wasserman, Zechatzadik Livracha, explained that really there are two separate issues here. One issue is. Can a Navi make up halacha? Can he determine a new halacha based on his nevuah? And the answer, of course, is no. That's what we've been discussing. Eila mitzvos. But there could be another question. Could you restore Torah through nevuah? Not making up Torah. I understand that a person cannot make up Torah. But can you restore Torah through a through Nevoah. And there the answer is, that can't be done either. Lava Shamayimi. The same way we know the story that Halacha is not determined by heaven, you can't restore the Halacha by asking HaKadosh Baruch Hu or through Nevoah. So there really are two separate issues. One of Chidush, a new Halacha, and second, restoring Halacha. But if that's true, let's go back to that Gemara. Shachachum v'chazu v'yazdum. The Gemara there says fairly clearly that a person that at that time they forgot those halachas and they restored them. The simple answer to this question would be that a Navi has a special unique quality of nevuah. But besides that, a Navi is a human being. A Navi knows Torah. A Navi might be a tremendous Tamid Chacham. So what you would say is that the Navim, 
did not necessarily say new halachas based on nevuah. They might have said these new halachas based on their intellect, based on their intelligence. The Taratmima says this idea fairly clearly, and he says, Ayyidei ruach mimarom A person who has special ruach mimarom, but he uses but he uses the principles of Torah. He has a unique quality. But through his unique qualities, somehow the fountains of wisdom are open to him. And he will determine the law according to the principles of Torah. That is certainly permitted. This interpretation, of course, could certainly be true. The biggest problem for me is that I pointed out before, Rashi in Sukkah said, that they restored them through somehow Nevuah. The Rashi is very difficult. The Gemara itself can be interpreted according to the thesis that the that the, the, the navi is a tamid chacham who was who explained the yazdom according by pilpul. The gemara says there in in that same sugya in Tumura, the gemara says how many halachas were forgotten and asniel ben knaz hechziram bepilpulo. Asniel ben knaz restored the halachas through acumen, through his intellectual capability, not through nevuah. So the fact that a person is a navi doesn't interfere with the fact that he could pass in a shayla based on klalei hatayra. So, I said the Gemara itself, we could handle. The problem, of course, is that Rashi in Sukkah, who tries, who says, v'chazim v'yazdum al-piyadibur. The question was asked by many achronim before us, the Maratzchayas in Sukkah, daf memdalid, Ask the, ask the question right on the place. The uh, As I said, Reb Simcha Wasserman discussed this Gemara and he wanted to argue that the Gemara in Sukkah would, could not be interpreted as we said, that he restored them through Pilpul, through Chidush, because, through intellectual acumen. Because if that would be true, he said that it's it would be Daraisa. If a Navi who is a Tamid Chacham explains what the Halacha in, originally meant, it was forgotten. But he restored it not through Nevuah, but through Torah, then apparently that law should be a Din Torah. But the Gemara there in Sukkah says it's a Yesod Nevi'im. In other words, it's not Daraisa, it's only called Yesod Nevi'im. So therefore, we would have to say Yisod Nevi'im is the Rabbanon, and therefore you would say it's Alpiyadibur. So how could? But, but nevertheless, according to Rashi, how, how could they say something Alpiyadibur? How could they even make it the Rabbanon Alpiyadibur? So Reb Simcha Wasserman answered this question as well. It's printed in a very small, little sefer named Simchas El Azar printed by the foundation of um, 
of the Sal Kest, foundation for B'nai Torah. And he says very briefly, I'll quote, if a Navi gets up and says something, I can't paskin based on what he said, but I can believe him. I understand that it's true. What he said is absolutely true because he's a Navi, he knows the truth, and speaks the truth. I cannot paskin a Shaila based on that. Therefore, in that particular case in Sukkah, it's not that the Navi restored it with his, intellect, with his intelligence, because that would have made it Daraisa. But what he did do is he told us what the Halacha was. We cannot say, okay, that's what the Halacha was, and therefore it becomes Daraisa. What we can do is say, it's the Yisod Nevi'im. Since we know that it's indeed true, we could call this a Yisod Nevi'im. Of course, this, there are many other issues raised by this principle, but because of the constraints of the Arshiyur, we'll leave th- that alone. The Navi certainly cannot be Mechadesh Halacha, and that can restore Halacha through Nevoah. But what about facts? We said just now that to say a fact, a Navi is believed. How would that work dealing with cases in this world? For example, let's say there would be a monetary argument between two people. We don't know the truth. We don't know the facts. Bezdin hears both sides, but isn't convinced, doesn't have witnesses to tell us clearly what happened. Could a Navi then come through the power of Nevoah and come and say what indeed happened? The Gemara uses the phrase, Sometimes there's a case in the Gemara where we say, we leave the money, let it sit where it is, until Eliyahu comes. But today our question would be, and if Eliyahu comes, so what? Eliyahu is a Navi. So what good would the Nevoah do? Lova Shamayimi, Elah Mitzvah, so Navi has no role in Halacha in our world. Rabbi Elchanan Vasaman, in his Sefer, Kovach Yurim, has suggested that Eliyahu was chosen to be the one who can adjudicate such cases because of the fact that Eliyahu is the only person that we know who is alive and has seen what, what indeed transpired. Eliyahu Navi. So therefore, he went up in this storm to the heaven. And therefore, Alpidin, technically, Eliyahu Navi never died. When he comes and says facts that he saw, it could be that we could relate to this as edus, as testimony, not as nevuah, but as testimony. A person saw, that person is Eliyahu Navi. That is a rather clever, ingenious argument, but one could say a little differently. That a Navi has the right to determine the events that happened. Bezdin would pass in halacha because they believe the Navi. If the Navi would tell us what the halacha is, he would pass in because of Nevoah, that we could not listen to him. 
but we could listen to the facts that he said. The Gemara says a number of cases, an issue is not resolved. The Gemara says, Teiku. Now, when I was a little child, they taught me that the word Teiku is abbreviation for initials for Tishbi Yetaritz Kushos Vibayos. Tishbi, of course, referring to Eliyoh, not Eliyoh Tishbi, referring to Eliyoh, he will resolve all our doubts. When I was older and studied more Aramaic, I found that the word Teiku really means it will stand. Teikum. It's a, an abbreviated form of the word Teikum, which means the issue stands in abeyance. We don't know what to do. We just let it hang. Today, it's interesting in modern Hebrew, when a, a sports game ends in a tie, they call it Teiku. Now, uh, to think that Elio Hanavi will interfere, will intervene in the sports contest and tell us who indeed won, uh, seems rather ludicrous. But to say that what they meant by Teiku is, the issue is not clear, and it will remain unclear. It's a tie. So, the phrase Teiku of Tishbi Yitaritz Kushas Vibayos is something that was taught to children, which somehow might have encouraged them to have belief in Torah, belief in Eliyahu, belief in, 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 in Yiddishkeit. But indeed, could it be true? Could we say Tishbi Yitaritz Kushos Vibayos? Would Tishbi, would Eliyahu Navi really have the right to come and settle our issues? As we said today, in the world of Halacha, certainly not. In the world of restoring Halacha, certainly not. To tell us the facts, what happened, perhaps yes. But he could not come and be metaritz kushas vebayus through nevuah. He could, perhaps, tell us through his intelligence. As we said before, through Chachmei Yisodei HaTorah, through the Chachmas Yisodei HaTorah. I'd like to conclude with one Rambam in the end of Hilchas Malachim. The Rambam says that when Melech Mashiach comes, in Perak Yud Beis, Halacha Gimel, when Melech Mashiach comes, Yisyachasu kulam apiruach hakodesh shatanuachalaf. All Bnei Yisrael will find their proper yichus according to Mashiach through his Ruach HaKodesh. Today, we know that we're not really sure of who is a Kohen and who is a Levi. We call today the Kohanim Kohanim Chazaka. Kohanim based on the tradition that they're Kohanim. But we're not really sure that we have an accurate tradition of Kohanim and Leviim from the days of Aaron HaKohen. In the future, when we'll have the laws of the Torah restored, the Beis Hamikdash will be built, Kohanim Ba'avodasam, Leviim B'Shirim B'Zimram, we'll have Kohanim doing the Avoda, we'll have Leviim doing their particular type of Avoda, we have to know for sure who is a Kohen and a Levi. How will we know? This issue, according to the Rambam, seems to be clear that it's done by Ruach HaKodesh. The Melech HaMashiach would have the right to do it. This Luchora seems to be a, a problem based on our Shiur. How could it be that a Ruach HaKodesh of, of Melech HaMashiach 
would be the determining factor in discussing who's a Navi, who is a, a Kohen, who is a Levi. If we would assume that this is not a Psaq Halacha, but rather it's facts, give, just give me the facts, just tell me the facts, and the, 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 the Navi has the right to tell us the facts, we could answer this question as well. A Navi cannot paskin a Shaila based on the Vua. He cannot give a new Halacha. He cannot paskin a Shaila based on the Kosh told him Halacha. But he could determine a fact through the Vua. And to determine who is a, a Kohen, who is a Levi, and who is not, is also a Halachic fact that can perhaps be determined through Ruach HaKodesh of Melech HaMashiach who will come in the Hera Amen.